coming to you from somewhere in Southwest Virginia. Welcome to Nebula Calling, melding science, sci-fi, and spirituality. I am your host, Matthew Gregory. Welcome. You are among friends. Each week here on the Nebula Calling podcast, we will take a look at the latest paraholistic news, as well as take a deep dive into a topic with or without a guest. And hey, as always, we welcome your comments. So you can email us at thequantumatnebulacalling.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash mattg.nebula, Twitter at mattg underscore nebula, Instagram is mgregory7spock, and of course, visit us on the web at nebulacalling.com. Okay, so buckle up. This is going to be a busy week. It's already 6.15. It's already Tuesday of this week, right? Okay. So for the paraholistic news today, we're going to start off with Jeremy Corbel. That's right, filmmaker Jeremy Corbel. Now, last time, I said I had a really strong feeling that Jeremy has another video he is about to drop. So, today, actually this morning on Twitter, or maybe it was late last night, he posts, he's got a picture of himself, of course, Dear world, I'm overwhelmed by the military UFO footage being sent to me. You have FLIR or IR footage from deployment or otherwise want to confidentially share? Let's streamline. And he's got, please send to his website, noetransfer.com, where you can generate a link. So this is kind of confusing. So let's, let's take a look at this. He's overwhelmed by the military UFO footage being sent to him. So who's sending things to him, and is it classified? Are these pilots and military personnel sending him official videography documentation from military equipment, or are they whipping out their cell phones and sending him things? Or is it some of both? Can he get in trouble for this? I would think so. Can't the people, men and women, who are sending him this information get in trouble? I would think so. So it looks like he is going to, very soon again, as I said last time, send something out. Now, he's if he is truly getting a bunch, he's not going to release a bunch. He's going to release one or two at a time. So stay on the lookout. I would predict this Friday, that would make it 16, 17, 18. Let's, let's think this Friday, midday, afternoon. June 18th. Let's see if Jeremy's got something. Okay. Let's move on over and let's check in on some of our friends. So all quiet on the David Wilcock front. He's hasn't said anything for three weeks. Last time he checked in, he was kind of fearful of another event where you need to be prepared, have some water, have some food, be prepared to go without electricity. We'll see. Nothing like that has happened yet. Linda Moulton Howell, our good buddy, and a cool gang of folks, very cool gang of folks, are going to be hosting an online 11-hour event on July 17th. Now, that is called, let's see, Disclosure, sorry, the Forbidden, that's number four, B-I-D-D-E-N, Disclosure Conference. So it's online, and it's an eventbrite.com event, um, heavy, heavy hitters course herself she's got nick pope she's got the church jimmy church billy carson 
Richard Dolan, and Louis Elizondo. Doesn't get much bigger than that unless you threw Corbell and Wilcock in there, but that's okay. Now, let's talk about the thinning of the veil. Yes, that's right. The thinning of the veil. So let's start with television. I don't watch a lot of mainstream cable television. Um, the last series I've been watching is the animated Castlevania series on Netflix, which I highly recommend in its fourth season. But the thinning of the veil. So I have caught and I am caught up on this show on the History Channel. That's Skinwalker Ranch, right? So Skinwalker Ranch is, I'm not even going to call it a place or location. It's an anomaly. And it is in Utah, just south of the Ute Native American Reservation. Now, they've, it's currently owned by uh, a millionaire, and he's got some of the UFO icons that are out there investigating all of the anomalies, which would include EMP, UFO, unexplainable portal-looking things, direwolves, Bigfoot, um, energy, for lack of a better word, but it, it goes back to, gosh, 25 years ago when none other than Robert Bigelow from Bigelow Aerospace owned Skinwalker Ranch. Um, and at that point in time, he worked with our friend George Knapp, who is uh, a huge ufology icon in his own right, and wrote a book. Um, and it of course, Bigelow sold it, but they had NIDS that did a lot of investigating. And it was kind of frustrating for them because things would happen. They turn on the camera, things wouldn't happen. Now, they did get some evidence, but now with this series, Skinwalker Ranch, they are getting a lot of stuff, and it's good to see. But what does that have to do with the thinning of the veil? That's only one place. Well, let me recommend Gilliland Ranch. Washington State up at Mount Adams, James Gilliland, crazy, crazy UFO sightings, plain to see. He has famous people, normal people like you and I, military people, foreign military people, foreign dignitaries, and they all come and they all film it and they all put it on their social media accounts. But ho-hum, big yawn. So that's two. Skinwalker Ranch and Gilliland Ranch. Let's go three. And this is on the heels of Jimmy Church, our buddy, hosting the tail end. Uh, I'm sorry, hosting the UFO Megacon in Laughlin, Nevada. Um, boy, did they have some surprise guests. Uh, one of which was a gentleman who introduced us to the Blind Frog Ranch. Now, if you're not familiar with Blind Frog Ranch, it's also out in eastern Utah. They actually have a show, just like Skinwalker. It's in its first season. I think they're up to four episodes. Same kind of stuff. They had another person, The Meadow, a ranch in the southern United States. Same kind of stuff. Let's not forget our old standbys. We've got, of course, Sedona, Arizona, where our buddy Trevor Turner lives, Joshua Tree, Mount Shasta, uh, the Appalachian Mountains in western North Carolina, a lot of anomalies. And there's more and more and more. It's happening 
more often, it's happening more frequently, and it is more prevalent. Now, the thinning of the veil. Let's go to the zodiac, which I'm not an expert in, but I know several, which doesn't make me an expert. But anyway, we are entering, we're leaving the age of Pisces, the fish, and entering the age of Aquarius. What is the age of Aquarius? So in astrology, right, it is a product of the Earth's slow processional, that's precessional, rotation. And the entire rotation lasts for about 2,160 years. Now, if I understand that correctly, that is how long it takes our solar system to rotate around the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And of course, everybody knows their sign, so we're not going to ask you about that. But Aquarius, we either are at the beginning or about to enter the age of Aquarius, depending on your zodiological instructor. But Aquarius means in astrology a lot of things. It's associated with electricity. It's associated with computers, flight, humanitarianism, idealism, astrology, modernization, perseverance, and humanity. Let's go to the word modernization. Modernization. Did you know that yesterday, June 14th, 99 years ago yesterday, the first time ever, for the first time ever, a U.S. president spoke on the radio. 99 years ago. Just 99 years ago. So think about where we've come in 99 years. Think about where we've come in the last five years. Okay, so given that, I want you to fathom the compounding expedience of technology. It's, it's, it's advancing at a faster and faster and faster rate. I'm excited yet scared and worried about what may happen tomorrow, right? Um, and by the way, the president... 99 years ago, the first book on the radio was Warren G. Harding. That's right, Warren G. Harding. But boy, this, something's happening. Look, let's not be coy about this. We're in the middle of something. We're at the start of something, but we're also in the middle of the start of something. Uh, a lot of people online and groups I follow have talked about symptoms they've had, Last night here at my house, we had a paranormal experience. Yes, that's right. A paranormal experience. Let me talk about that. So last night, my wife, Brickell, she has this app. It's like a, it's a new Apple sleep app of some type. It tells you how well you're sleeping. Um, it records things like if you're snoring, footsteps, I think it senses if you get up, that sort of thing. Um, so last night, picked up voices. 
we're still trying to decode it because she said something in her sleep. And whatever it was responded, are you okay? Clearly. And then my wife responded again, what sounds like to be okay, but the phone was on the nightstand. So when she speaks, it's kind of muddled and soft. We're going to have to play with it. But the EVP clearly said loudly, are you okay? In response to whatever her question was talking in her sleep. So yes, it's happening everywhere. Um, I'd like to hear from you the last few weeks, the last month or two, what's been happening to you? Have you had any experiences? What's going on? I think we're in the middle of something and I think it's going to be something big. Let's see on June 25th, we're 10 days away, 10 days away from what some people think to be disclosure, but I'm not one of those people. And we've talked about this before. So 10 days away, from the Pentagon releasing something that will be highly classified and probably highly redacted to the Senate Intelligence Committee, who frankly aren't obligated to share it with anyone, although we all know that Congress, the Senate especially, leaks like a sieve. But I don't think they're going to really get much. I don't think they expect that they're going to get much. So bit by bit, piece by piece, the mystery is going to continue. And we get little slivers here and there to keep us enticed, to keep us excited. But it's not going to be long. We just, we're going everywhere in space. Amazon, it's not just countries. It's not just governments. It's the private industries. Um, and it's even people. There's going to be in 2022, normal, well, normal, rich, everyday people will say, we've got technology. We've got, we can, people can see like a soccer ball sized object on the moon from their patio. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. The cat's out of the bag. But what are the ramifications? I, I think that's the hold up here is. The impact to society, the impact to religion, the impact to the economy. Um, not to mention the fact that nobody, including our government, has a really good handle on the whole thing. Everything's so compartmentalized, and we've talked about that a lot before. So, the journey will continue. The day after the 25th, when this report comes out, I will be, and this will be Saturday, June 26th, I will be hosting... My SPOC group, and that stands for Salem Paranormal Observations, Causes, and Knowledge, at the Wellnest in downtown Roanoke. That's 16 West Church Avenue, 6.30 p.m., Saturday, June 26. Now, we're not going to have a featured guest, but we're going to continue this discussion on the thinning of the veil. Um, we may have a physicist in the audience, which we'll get her take if she's there. I won't mention her name. But she will also be a featured guest in July at the Well Nest. So, and hey, as always, we welcome your comments. You can email us at thequantumatnebulacalling.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash mattg.nebula. 
And if you're there, check out the Spock group. Also on Twitter, Matt G underscore Nebula. Instagram is mgregory7spock. And of course, visit us on the web at nebulacalling.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back next Tuesday, the 22nd. I want you to become informed. I want you to be enlightened and I want you to stay awake and I want you to reach out and I want you to let us know what's happening with you and we can share with our audience anonymously. Thank you and I hope you have a great week.